you walk into church during the day. Oh man! Oh, the angels are singing. It's wonderful. At night, the lights coming in. Beautiful. I mean, it's like you're in an episode of Psycho or something. I never been so scared in all my life. Putting fifty teenagers in. It's amazing the building's still standing. I don't even know. It's terrible. It's terrible. Nothing around here to be afraid of. I hope. This podcast is sponsored by Old U.S. Outdoors, America's lifestyle brand. Shop online at oldusoutdoors.com or your local outdoor clothing store. Follow us on social media at Old U.S. Outdoors for exclusive offers and discounts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Scary Church Stories. Whoa. I'm Ben, hanging out with my buddy Norman. And, Norman, how you doing? Uh, I love how you bring in the sound effects. That's hey, I don't. we don't even need an editor. <laughs> I'm just over here. I'm just going to drop it in. And once in a while, when I tell something scary. <laughs> See? Uh, yeah. I think that worked well. You should, have been, you should have been with me at church last night. Uh, we were doing some work, had some practice for the, the play and everything. Yeah. It got done. I had to go to my office, work for about 30 minutes. Nobody's here. You know, everybody's gone. There it is. Lights out. See? I'm at the church. Mm-hmm. I, I hear somebody pushing on the, the door out in front of the office area. Oh. And I'm like, that's not good. So No. I grab my stuff, put it together. I come, walk out. Of course, the one time I have no weapon on me. I mean, I know I got the the word of God. It's the sword, but you know, if you somebody's, can throw it at somebody's got a gun. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I like to have one too. Anyhow, oh my gosh. Uh, anyhow, so I, I go out there and nothing. I don't see anything. So then I walk down the hall and I thought I'm gonna run the restroom before I leave. Walk down the hall. When I do, I hear another noise. And I look and I see a shadow of somebody walking outside the door. And then all of a sudden, boom, she was right there. Oh, and no. what I yes. didn't realize was a reflection that I saw, <laughs> not her. But the good thing is I didn't jump, but she yes. jumped. Oh, who and, was uh, it? Her name was Miss Faye. Okay. Yeah, she had come back. She was working on the play. <laughs> on the, She was working on the uh, the set. And, okay. And uh, she forgot something, so she came back, but I didn't know. But, and she didn't know you and, were uh, here. She, she didn't know I was here. And she had yeah. actually come through the door. That's what I heard. She had come in. Ah, uh, Okay. And uh, anyhow, so right. that was my scary church story for this week. Well, I was already, you're already, I mean, and that harkens back to uh, being in the church at night. Uh, yeah. I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah, I know. It's tough I was, stuff. I was thinking, and we have security cameras on the outside of the building. We yeah. don't have any on the inside. Okay. But had well, they had yeah. some on the inside, it would have looked impressive if they could have seen what I've seen because it looked like a ghost going by the window yep. for a second. You, you could know. have been on a YouTube video where somebody <laughs> saw a ghost or, you know, or whatever. Send it in. That'd be our next, yeah. Uh, yeah, our next yeah. podcast. At, well, I'm I'm happy because we have like more. We have a stool, like a little table here, and today we have. I know we had talked about a tissue box, so we have the box. Next time we'll have tissues. Well, it's because you guys like you guys really interacted with us after uh, episode two. See? You know, from one to two, it's grown. Now yep. we're here in episode three. Yep. And look at how the set is growing. It is blowing up. Yeah, it's all that money you're sending, and thank you for that. Uh, keep sending in. Maybe we'll be able to afford the, the, the tissues. tissues. <laughs> Where'd you uh, dig this out of the trash? I don't, I don't know. I think I found it somewhere. Anyway, uh, yeah, our set is lacking right now, yeah. but that's okay. All right. Now, also by episode six, yeah, I hope to have a picture. We're gonna have like weather map here today. Right now, it's a little rainy in Nashville. Like there's water everywhere. So there you go. Are you gonna do the weather? I did the weather. There it was. Like Boom. The weather right girl. I'm the weather weather guy. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, Jerry. sorry. I said weather girl boy. Weather girl, weather girl boy. Here I am. 
Oh, that's very 2022. It um, is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. We're very current. <laughs> <laughs> that's scary right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so we got to talk stories. You know, uh, one thing is that you and I both have had the privilege of, like, traveling around the, yeah. the world and, and getting to visit a lot of places. So I, before we even get into the church part of it, tell yeah. me, like, what's your favorite place uh, outside of America? What's your favorite place to go to? Or that you've uh, ever been? I, you know... It's actually kind of tough because every place I've ever been, I've liked a little bit about it, except a few places. Um, <laughs> Hold on, every did place you like that? Ever been, every place I've ever been, except for <laughs> so. If you're if you're looking through your maps right now, as I'm sure you are, we'll mark them as I go along, and I'll tell you where I didn't like. But um, <laughs> anyway, sorry. So uh, I I've been to Israel. I enjoyed being in Israel. I thought that was cool. I was yeah. there for like seven eight weeks, and then. Uh, uh, I really like, I like all the ones that most people like. I like Paris a lot. I like Berlin a lot. I love London. Uh, I really like the south of France. Uh, down in Aix-en-Provence, and then you get over in Nice. Nice is awesome. Uh, and uh, all that there on the Riviera and all that so stuff. So picturesque. It's really, yeah, it's like, it's just you insane. Like the, the food. You like the food? That's The food, sure. everything. It's just incredible. So what, I really love it. Down there. What's your go-to food when you're in Nice? Uh well, I like I like just kind of traditional like steak and fries. The French do a great steak frite, and so it's like a really thin steak. Is nice there like fries? Bam! I'm really it's really is but there, there is. Is there a place when you're over there like, mm-hmm. for instance, I don't go to McDonald's here. Yeah. But after two weeks of being in another country and I see yeah. McDonald's, sure, I'll go to McDonald's. Yeah. Like is it is there something like that you like when you're? I don't generally. I don't go to. When I'm over there, I don't generally go to fast food places. You stay healthy. I stay. See, I'm impressed. Well, I just kind of because I've spent so much time there, I know. I just like kinda, for I me find it, and just, you know, I, I and I know because also when I go place, I'll be there for a month, to six weeks, or two months. Right. And so I find those places, and you it's know, the, and so then I just go to those I mean, places. I love the restaurants. I yeah. I love the food. I just like I think it's the familiarity. Like I oh, it is. I don't eat a Snickers. Hardly ever yeah. here, but when I'm when over there, there, I'll go buy me a And Snickers. I think, what do you think about this? I think when I have had, like, McDonald's or Burger King, or I actually find it better over there than over here. Oh, way better. Yeah. Like, it's... It's, it's really funny. It's cleaner, it, is. it's it really tastes true. better, and yeah. I think... But some of it, I think, is too, is for me, it's just like, it, it's... Like it a, possibly is familiarity. It's a glimpse of home, you know. Yeah. Although, I, like I said, you know... KFC. Yeah. Yeah. I've been to KFC over there. I have. I actually, yeah. uh, even a Baskin-Robbins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was in Russia in 92, yeah. Baskin-Robbins was the first thing they had in uh, uh, St. Petersburg. Yeah. And the food, I hate to say it back then, was just horrible. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. We suffered. I, I think they fed oh, us man. cat and, you know, egg. and oh, no. Yeah, it was it was rough. And uh, I've never had any cat. Yeah, it's not good. I don't want that. That doesn't sound appealing. Yeah, Where was your favorite place? Um, I've never been to Russia. You know, yeah. uh, that was go. interesting because at the time with them just opening up, mm. we were you know we were kind of like celebrities being from America. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I was just I was not quite thirteen years of age, so that was kind of okay. cool to experience that. Yeah. We go into schools and everywhere you go, people just come up want to touch you, you know, because you're really? from America. Yeah. So it's kind of neat. Oh, yeah. But I think for me, of course, Israel by far is it's one of my top favorite it's places. Really, it's really I love it. Place, yeah. um, I think. Um, you know, the, the typical touristy places, you know, like U.S., you know, Hawaii and Alaska are fun, um, mm. Colorado. I think more in other countries, um, you know, uh, actually, believe it or not, I really liked uh, in 
in Lithuania, mm-hmm. uh, the capital there in, in Vilnius is is, yeah. uh, is beautiful, yeah, yeah. and Kaunas, and, and I mean, there's some great cities there. Mm-hmm. I just love, my favorite thing, I think, was taking the train in Europe. Um, That's great. Yeah, just yeah, getting yeah. to see different places. I love London, mm-hmm. been there quite a few times, but um, I got a ton of food experiences that... Yeah. Uh, some are good. Oh, really? Some not so good. You yeah, know, like, yeah, Everybody's yeah. trying to get you to try something. We were oh, in, man. We were in Lithuania one time, and we were at this national pastor's house. And, you know, they they were excited to feed you. And, and yeah. you know, like I want to always be careful. I don't want to offend anybody. We're at their house. We're sitting mm-hmm. in this gazebo out in the backyard. It's a beautiful yeah. night. And they've made, like, this this dish. And it's like, it's like a cold salad, but it's raw fish and raw mm-hmm. seafood and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. I don't I That's not I can thing. do, like, fried fish, but... The, yeah, raw, the raw sushi yeah. sort of stuff. And I don't not, do yeah. cold salad very well either. Yeah. And so they mix that in. And back then I was a little heavier. And the lady okay. was making my plate. And uh-huh. she just pounded on because I'm, like, I'm a big it. boy. Uh-huh. And then she, she looks at me. She goes, is that enough? And I was like, oh, that's mine. I was like, yeah, plenty. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how am I going to eat this? So I take a bite and I just start gagging. Yep. So they had a, they had bread there. So I for every bite, I'd be eating a slice of bread just trying to get this down. Oh, yeah. And I hadn't even got a quarter of it down. I mean, I'm just, like, doing everything I can not to get sick. Yeah. And everybody else is finished, and they're all looking at something. And I notice all the piles of plates stacking over here. So I hurry up, put yeah. mine underneath, sit there. And the lady's like, you want more? And I was like, oh, I'm so full. If I ate any more, I'd, I'd just be sick. And yeah. she goes, oh, well, that's too bad. I got chocolate cake. And I'm like, well, I'm never too full for chocolate cake. You know? There it is, never right there. Never too full for chocolate that's cake. That's it, right so. there. I mean, I remember I was in, I was doing a, a show in Prague. And th- this was really random to me, anyway. And I guess it's still this way because it's been a few years. But um, we were go- I was going around, and there's like a ma- great Italian restaurants everywhere. And it's like, and like from pizza to, I mean, anything. And I was like, why is there, it's surprising. There's just so much Italian food here. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's the Italian mob. And they're like, in, in Prague, like the Italian mob is. The mob. It's not. I would have thought it would be if there was a mafia, it would be the Russian mafia, but it wasn't. It's Italian. It was the Italians. Nice. That was really funny. So they got like, all these Italian. So they got all these Italian. You can go in and find any kind of Italian food you want. It's fantastic. Yeah. And it's like you can get cheap stuff or expensive. It doesn't matter. Uh, so if you're ever in Prague, I've, I've, I've go get to, some Italian food. I've been to Prague. It's been quite yeah. a while, but well, yeah. next time you go, I'll give you get some Italian thing. food. It's funny. Uh, that I I have a ton of uh, church experiences church stories in other countries but yeah i think one of them i think about was when we were um we were in uh hungary and yeah. we were um going to cross over there's a like a ferry boat crossing going into the uh to the czech republic and and uh we were going to be crossing that day and right on the border there there's a, a a large catholic church it's like one of the biggest in that region uh, of the world and I don't know, uh, it's a beautiful building, and I, I don't know why in particular, but we you know, went and toured it. We were waiting on the, I guess, on that boat to cross, and so we had a little time, and so we're touring around, and, and uh, myself and some of my buddies, we got pictures uh, you yeah. know, out in front of it and stuff. But we go inside, and in the sanctuary, they actually have, right at the front of the sanctuary, they have this glass box, okay. and they have the skull of a priest that oh. was... The priest there like three or four hundred years before that. Oh wow! And it was a really good there. one. Apparently. Oh wow! They didn't want to bury why did him all they? The way. Why did they? And, what was their and I, reasoning for? And I think they actually, you know, say some prayers to him and keep him there. I, oh know, wow! Apparently, he was such a good preacher that they didn't want to let him go. They so. were just like, well, at least let's keep, yeah, you know, yeah. let's keep his brain like, and his head. We're gonna keep here forever. <laughs> 
What? Wow. Well, I know the. Uh, that's. I, I know yeah. the children of Israel kept the bones of Joseph because he didn't want to be buried in Egypt, and they mm-hmm. took him out. And, you they know. did. That's true. So I don't know if they were holding the skull for. Maybe they're that, gonna go somewhere else and take him with them. He's like, he's like, when I retire, <laughs> I don't know why he talks like this. <laughs> he talks like that. When I retire from voice. the country of Hungary, <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. I want you to take my skull to another Make country. Make sure you take it somewhere. But <laughs> if he. Did but the people got lazy yeah. and just left them in that glass, and they're like, yeah. oh, "Our yeah, grandkids will do it." And then yeah. the grandkids were like, oh, "Our kids will do it." And then four hundred years going. later, he's just he's still just there, sitting there. And, and they're uh, like, and he's, and he's, he's looking at him. He's looking at him, going, "Y'all are not <laughs> like, doing what I said at all." <laughs> like I'm still here. <laughs> and I'll be honest, that oh, church God. was freaky, and we walked back. Yeah, and there was an area you could walk, and there were steps going down to the basement. Yeah, and to. They actually have like the catacombs. That oh yeah, have, you know people yeah. buried there and all that. Yeah, yeah. And just standing at the top of the steps, and you looking down, and it was like very dim down there. Yeah. Cold, just like so deathly and dark and eerie that. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't even walk halfway down those steps. I mean, it was that freaky. And with that dude's skull in there. Wow. That that was. I mean, that's. That's a uh, physically scary church story, but it was wow. it was intense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could not stay those, the night in that church. No, I think I think those are like kind of ancient churches. Like, I wouldn't want to. And then on top of that, want to be. We're crossing the ferry boat. Okay. And as we're crossing the ferry boat, there's pictures. Somebody was taking of us. We're on there, and somebody's taking pictures of us, right? Mm-hmm. And we're just me, and I forget who it is. We're smiling. We get home, and we get the pictures developed. We look, and behind us, there's two priests, and their eyes are just deathly staring at us. Yep. And, and yeah, yeah, it's freaky. That's they. they and I'm not knocking. Intense. I'm not knocking any priest. I, I'm being no, nice. No, like, but, it's but, all right. But these guys were part of that church, and okay, like, yeah, that that was intense. Yeah, I mean, one. I think one of them. I think probably the most kind of intense story that I ever heard. I wasn't there, which I'm glad for this particular story. I'm glad I wasn't there, uh, but. It was. Uh, I lived in Germany for some years, and we met this uh, pastor from the Congo down in outside of Frankfurt, and uh, we we went to his church a few times. He's really sweet. He was a really sweet hey, guy. Hey, real quick for those who've yeah. never been to, to Germany, Frankfurt yes. is Frankfurt. Oh, right? Frankfurt. <laughs> okay. I yeah, I'm <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. For all of our southern I've spent, folks. I've spent most. I'm sorry. I apologize. I, yeah, yeah. I spent most, I spent a lot of years living in Germany, so yeah. yeah. I love the way you uh, say all the names proper. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Frankfurt. Is Frankfurt. That Frankfurt? That's Frankfurt. That's Frankfurt to all our, Sorry, our friends out there. You're great no, story. you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. So yeah, no. So I was outside. I can I can throw in even more of a, a southern accent if you want. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, down there, we're in this church, and and we went out to lunch or dinner with with him. Uh, and he not only had the church in, in Wiesbaden, but he had uh, another church back in the Congo that he was still the pastor of. And when he took over that church, before he moved to Germany, he took over that church in the Congo. And it was a big mess and, I, you know, whatever, all and stuff going on there. But he was trying to figure out, he was having a hard time finding, like, who are the people who really want to be here and who are devoted to this and who are people who are trying to you know, who are acting bad and doing all kinds of stuff, which I can only, I can't even imagine what they're trying to do. Anyway, and so he had this idea where he got some guys who, I don't know if they worked for the church or if they were other preachers or other in, in town, 
They came into the church with everybody there, had masks on with guns, and got in the front of the church and said, okay, if you're a Christian, I want you on this side over here, line up on the wall on this side. If you're not, line up on this side. Three people lined up on the side that were Christians who said, yeah, we're Christians. Three people lined up over there. Everybody else ran out of the church, and they all took their masks off, and that's what he started the, the new church with. Was the three people that stayed who he, were like, I guess we're gonna. He basically said, Line up because we're gonna kill you. Wow. And three people lined up, everybody else ran out, and he's like, Okay, we got a church now. And that's what he started with. He found out who the real, he found out who the real deal wow. was. And I was like, Well, I guess that's one method, you, you know. know. That's crazy. First <laughs> off, that's, that's crazy. That, that is about. a like seriously though, but I was like, I was thinking myself, I was like, Oh, dang. What would I do in that situation? How many people would leave? How, yeah, I'm how, afraid if he did it in our church, we got so many people carrying guns. We we have a battle. Is what I'm afraid of. <laughs> oh, but I am, yeah, I, mean, I am concerned sometimes because like I'm know, not saying. By the way, I recommend that approach. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's a story. That's all I'm saying. We have a disclaimer at the end of this video. Yeah, no. Yeah. Please don't use this method. Please don't do that. I mean, I think I always, I'm always concerned, like. With our church, we have people who are security team and stuff, and they're yeah. they have protocols. They know, like they've been. We've had the sheriff's department come and do some training, and okay. they know what wow. what to do in a case of emergency. We have a whole backup plan for okay, you know, even myself and everything. They mm -hmm. they have all this lined up. But one of the things that I always think about is, you know, when you live down south, especially, everybody's carrying a gun. Yeah. I'm more worried about somebody getting hit in the crossfire because, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, of just, course. Yeah, all that. And yeah, yeah, We've yeah. had a few situations in our church where, uh, you know, there's been threats about somebody coming into our church. and Really? You know, so we oh, wow. only, we don't wow. tell the whole church for that reason because. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I don't want every visitor that comes up getting a gun pulled on. Like, oh, why are you gosh. here? <laughs> I'm just here to worship the no, Lord. No. <laughs> uh, you know, so. Wow, uh, it gets that's intense. intense. Crazy. That's crazy. I'm sorry about that. So this guy in the Congo, though, yeah. like after that happened, those three, was he able to? Then yeah, see he the started better, and it got back up to seven, eight hundred people. Wow. Yeah, that met the Lord, and yeah, crazy. Yeah, but I, that's the only time I've ever heard. I'm, I'm not saying that's the only time it's ever happened. <laughs> well, maybe uh, but maybe but pastors having issues. He's like, <laughs> I know. He was like, yeah, that wow. was it. Was intense. I was like, I did. Anyway, have, I heard of a guy one time. He was. Uh, he decided to really lay home that Jesus was coming again, and so mm -hmm. he had uh, was preaching away, and he got to that point, and he's like, "Boy, you know the trumpet could sound right now," and he's just going away, yeah. and all of a sudden the lights went out, and he had a guy set up in the in the choir loft, nobody could see him, and he just started blowing the trumpet, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he said people just started like running, you know? and of course it's that's dark, funny. so yeah, it crashed. Oh in, man, and that's funny. Anyhow, somebody that, somebody broke an arm, and the preacher kind of felt bad that yeah. somebody got hurt. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Like, if the Lord's coming again, that's supposed to be a good thing. Why would you be freaking out and running? I don't know. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I know there was there was this. He was a he's an evangelist. I can't remember his name. Maybe it was Sheffy. Oh yeah, yeah, it was Sheffy. <laughs> yeah, and the and bathtub scene. The bathtub. Yeah, that's it. You want to tell? No, it, yeah. it was the drunk guy, right? It's the drunk guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the and guy they, that actually played Sheffy, yeah. uh, it was a preacher that I, I, yeah. I knew, and one of my close preacher friends, that was like his mentor, and so he oh, told awesome. me all about him. And, oh, and, yeah, uh, that, that's awesome. The guy in real life was amazing, but yeah. he played uh, Sheffy, which is a... Uh, like a circuit riding, yeah, preacher. A circuit riding preacher, yeah. yeah. I, I thought that was kind of they're dealing know. with the uh, yeah. uh, dealing with the drunk, yep, 
and the wife, the wife comes to him issues, yeah, with and says he's an alcoholic and he just literally like loses his mind when he gets you know drunk and she's like I don't know what I'm gonna do and so he had this idea he's like okay this is what we're gonna do next time he gets drunk and comes home and passes out uh, they came o- he came over and they put him outside in a bathtub naked and he set up wood all the way around him and he set it all on fire and kind of woke him up but he was still so it was you know he didn't know what was going on and he woke up woke up and he was like he thought he was in in hell yeah <laughs> and and uh so he it freaked him out and he got so scared he passed back out and then they you know put him back in the house and all that and he when he woke up he was boom it changed him he, I don't think he, yeah, ever, he never he never touched another drop of it again <laughs> that was it I was uh, like man that's intense therapy that's intense therapy yeah well the guy that played Sheffy his name was Billy Kelly mm. and uh, my friend who uh, was kind of mentored by him said yeah. he, they were doing a meeting together one day and, and Billy was known for he was kind of a big guy and he would yeah. at the church he just raided the refrigerator at the church you know, <laughs> before services funny. he's like so we be at the hotel room and he's like I look over and he's like you know it's an hour before we're going and you know he's just sitting there and he's got food on his chest where he's been eating and just you know laying down he said I'm over there on the side of my bed praying God would you help me let, yeah. let me do something you know yeah. that would really help the people tonight and yeah. he said we get there and he said we get to the church and he's like you know um I, I, I can't find Billy, you know, he's in the kitchen, Gosh, you know, finding what he can eat. He said, I get up there and I preach first. And he said, I'm preaching, you know, my heart out trying to do anything. And he's like, nothing, you know, yeah. really specular. Yeah, yeah. He said, Billy walks up there and just strikes the piano. And when he does, like the power of God just moves in. And then, awesome. you know, he's like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. you know, he said, he just, something special about him. Yeah. But, uh, anyhow. He just, he just, that's how that is sometimes. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, well, it's funny. one of the things that I think is like on a, a more serious note, I was in, um, uh, Greenland, mm-hmm. uh, several several years ago, and um, in Greenland it's a welfare country of Denmark, and mm-hmm. so I had a friend that was wanting to move there to be a missionary, and you can only move there if somebody invites you there, and so he and I went um, to the largest village on the east side of the of the country, flew in the airport there uh, to a town called Amaslik, I believe is the name of it, and um, we 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 get to the village there and. You know, and I don't know, we were there four or five days and really nothing spectacular happening. It's yeah. not a lot of people. There's like one store slash payphone slash, you know, sounds, sounds about right. you know, grocery store. It's kind of everything one they got. One stop shop. Yeah. And there was no McDonald's or anything in that town. And, and uh, you know, so we're meeting around. We finally met this guy. This is a really cool story, but we ended up getting to lead him to the Lord and, and it was amazing. But the next day when we were getting ready to leave, uh, he wanted, I think it was actually the village of Kulasuk, and then we uh, we went to Amasalik, but the next day we were getting ready to leave, and and um, uh, we wanted to do this little video interview, so we just was talking to him. Yeah. And we're like, you know, have you ever went to church? And he said, yeah, and they just have one church there. It's a Lutheran church, but it's kind of a state church. Okay. And uh, he's like, you know, I've gone there, you know, a lot of special Sundays, Easter, Christmas, baptisms, and other things, and you know, and but he was after we talked to him. He's like, you know, our church has never told us this. Uh-huh. I was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, nobody's ever took me through the Bible and showed me, you know, what God did in sending uh-huh. His Son. And he's like, I knew that Jesus was born, but he's like, I never heard it in this way. And he goes, you know, we need somebody to tell us this. Like, yeah. like he's like, my my family needs to hear this. My 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 kids need to hear this. The 
the school kids need to hear this. He's like, everybody yeah. needs to hear this, you know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And immediately after hearing it, he recognized yeah. the truth that we all should realize is everybody does need to hear this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and yeah. I think that's one of the things with, with sometimes these scary stories or these situations where people push somebody out of church. Yeah. They get hurt, they leave, is if you're not careful, you end up... Um, kind of moving away from doing what God has called every believer to do, and that is we're to share the truth. Yeah. And so yeah. what happens is we get isolated, and that's mm -hmm. what that's what the enemy wants. He wants to yeah. keep us from fulfilling what God's called us to do, right? Yep. And you know, and so we see that battle that that goes on, and that's why it's so important that we uh, overcome these things. And yeah, you know, there's definitely a lot of uh, there's a lot of stories uh, we're, we're going to hear about a ton of them. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Over the next <laughs> few weeks, but oh you know, but there's there is a ton of those and. And I think sometimes, um, you know, it would be nice if all the, all the hypocrites, so to speak, were removed. But probably at any, at, at some point in our yeah, life, all of us have been hypocritical. That's, that's you know the thing. I mean? I mean, I think that, you know, when you start going down the road of, of uh, being hypocritical, that's one of those things that's like, well, I can kind of throw myself in that boat pretty quick. So... Um, well, it's like, it's, you know, yeah, you gotta, people are like, you know, uh, yeah. everybody has this expectation, this thing, this thing they want, and, you know, I kind of laugh because it's like, uh, you know, when you're driving and you're like, man, these idiots don't know how to drive, you know, yeah. and then you're sitting there and the light turns green and, you know, and it's oh, 20 yeah. seconds goes by and then, yeah. you know, you finally yeah. realize it. And, yeah. and maybe somebody in the car says something to you like, oh, you're not, yeah. not paying attention. Or you're on the phone. Yeah. You know and, that is. Well, yeah. I would never be on the phone. Yeah, you, know, you know. never <laughs> Or you're, and you're sitting, you've just honked at somebody for being on their phone. And, and then, then you're I'm on, on my phone like. I know. That's how oh, we, yeah. That's how we feel though. Like, yeah. It's like people do us wrong, but sometimes we forget, you know, yeah. we've probably done something wrong or sure. you know, even, even inadvertently said something <laughs> that could have hurt somebody else. Absolutely. And uh, I think I think that kind of stuff's unavoidable. If you're going to have contact with hum human beings, it's you, you can't avoid that kind of stuff. Right. And so... Um, well, you've met, you know, our producer, Jeremy. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, that poor guy, every church he goes to, they pick on him. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't even know. I don't know what to do with him. Yeah, he's a... <laughs> He's a, he, he's a uh, I guess, a third-generation preacher, so, yeah. you know, um, it's, yeah. it's it's actually a miracle he's not in the same asylum. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's probably pretty close, actually, now. And I know he's I know he's been to, uh, he lived in Romania and London, so yeah. he probably, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he has any scary church stories, because he was pretty young, but he might I remember bet he some does. food I bet, stories. I bet he's got plenty of church stories. Oh, I know he's I got he's some, got but see, he went to my stories. church, so I can't let him on okay, camera. Okay, <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, uh, we, we, uh, we're not, not, we're not yeah. going to have those kind of testimonials. Okay, we're not, not bringing him on. It's not this kind of a show. Okay, okay yeah. all right, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Only, That's one of the reasons that we're doing the show. I haven't known Ben very long. That's right. I've only known him about six months. Yeah, so. all the people that actually yeah. know me, I couldn't have you them. can't have them on. Yeah, co-host this with me. It was like... <laughs> it's yeah. too dangerous. It is yeah. funny, though, how... <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I knew your wife. I met her in D.C. Yeah. through some mutual friends. And um, probably for probably two years ago, mm -hmm. but when you and I met, like it was instant. Oh yeah, you know, I mean it was yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it was connection. It was like, boom. Yeah, I think it's that PK. It's like a club. It's, it's an is elite there club. is there a PK club? 
Well, there is. Um, is I mean, like, I'm, I'm actually been, really, No, but really. you've been hanging out so long in Europe, you hadn't yeah. had a chance to get in it. But Oh, yeah. Yeah, you just yeah, pay yeah. your $10,000 fee, and I'm oh, I let you in. That's expensive. <laughs> that's good. All right. <laughs> okay, it wouldn't be a PK club if someone would try to make money. All right, this is a new challenge to everybody out there. I... <laughs> If you'll send in the money, I'll join the PK Club <laughs> for the team. For the we better raise money Help for the me join. first. Help me join the PK Club. We, we got to raise yeah, we money gotta for the Kleenex first. first. Yeah. We got to get Kleenex first. No, yeah, <laughs> it would start there. Anyhow, hey, listen, uh, I hope you have a great day. And you know what? No matter what you're going through, remember By the way, this. I hope you have a great day, too. It's not just him. Okay, yeah, we ahead, both sorry. hope you have a great day there. <laughs> but remember this. No matter what you're going through, it doesn't change who God is where God is or what God is doing and God is always at work he's always on the throne and he knows where you're at so don't forget that and I, I just encourage you to keep following him yeah I agree there you go ditto God bless you <laughs>